In yesterday's episode, we found out what Laura was up to, which was taking our uh, secret shop project and splitting it into two secret shop projects. Yes, two now. <laughs> so today we're going to talk a little bit about what I'm doing. I'm actually in the process of working on scaling our business to infinity and beyond. I love it. I know. So uh, we're going to talk about some of the things that I'm doing and where we're hoping to go with all of this and what the end goal is, which is margaritas on the beach, right? Sounds good, Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to talk about all that in today's episode, starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. Okay, so I have been upstairs, and my day started off, I actually wasn't anticipating doing it this way, but I got up my whiteboard and I started jotting down all of the various tasks that our business has. And it has a lot of tasks because I ran out of whiteboard space. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, I kind of made it into a checklist. I put check boxes next to all of the different tasks with the intention of checking off the boxes for the tasks that we have given successfully over to our team. And not as many check boxes were checked as I was hoping for. Yeah, that was super disappointing when you, you came down with your little list there, big list, I should say. And to see only a couple little red marks. And it's like, we got a lot of room for improvement, you know, because when when you start off these businesses, like an online business like this, it's just you, you know, it's like you're the person doing all of the work. And so it you do get to this point where you need to, like, take all of these tasks and give them over to someone else where you're comfortable giving them over. And there's certain things that you like want to hold on to. So many things. So many that's, things. That's that control. It's so hard to like hand something to someone else and hope that they'll do the job the way you want. Yeah. And I mean, in hindsight, we've kind of given the only given to, to the team, the work that we were kind of already outsourcing to like more expensive services. Yeah. So we just brought, we just made our own team. And so it was mostly like writing, editing, publishing, things like that. So, um, I kind of just made a giant list of all of the tasks that go into running our business and realize, wow, we've got so much stuff that we need to give to our team members. But there's one thing that I did when I first decided that we were going to outsource to our own team that I'm really happy that I did. And so I want to start doing that now. Okay. And that is that I created a ton of training materials. See, it's very tempting when you're bringing a person on, especially if you're only planning on bringing one person on, to do kind of that on-the-job training thing where it's like, all right, you just get on Skype with me and then I'll do a screen share and I'll tell you everything you need to do. Yeah, I'll just walk you through all the steps real quick. And that is a super stellar plan if you're only planning on hiring one person for you know a fair amount of time you know, and that person sticks with you. But we have had people in the past work for us. It was very, very, it was nothing like we've got now. And it was very like more of a project by project basis. So it, I, I kind of realized I'm like, every time I hire someone new, I'm going to have to train that person. And that means that, you know, however, let's say it's like three hours to get them started. 
every time I hire someone, I have to take three hours to sit down and train this person. And basically, because everything's locked up in my head, it will always have to be me doing it unless I train like a super person to replace me and be my trainer. So I'm like, all right, let's create training videos. Let's create, you know, documents, you know, and things like that. Yeah. And just like get that person trained. And it has made it so much easier for us to just bring someone on, give them all of the training materials and then tell them, Hey, work with our editor. Actually, this, this process you, you put together was already so amazing that when we hired a new writer for our team, you sent like a welcome email that had links and all that stuff. And it was amazing because I saw them on doing work later that week and there was no additional like communication between us and them. It was like you sent that welcome email and then they were working. Yeah, they were working and and it wasn't that they couldn't ask questions or anything, but the way that I structured everything, it was once they got the welcome email from me, they had to work with our editor and the editor handled all of the communications with our writers. And that was kind of the goal. And so I'm like, all right, I need to make sure that anything that I do inside of this business to get tasks off of us needs to be following the same model. And so today I started working on training videos and that that's like the foundation of everything that I do is I create training videos and then I create, if needed, supporting documentation and all that stuff. And we'll talk about a lot of that stuff in you know future episodes and whatnot. But that's what my day was because I realized I'm like, wow, there is so much work that in this business that cannot be done um, by someone other than us right now. And that's a problem. Oh, yeah. That's we, a scaling problem. We have a lot of trouble finding the right time. To, to get all of our stuff done. So when you showed me that, that whiteboard you had, that didn't even include my Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. Like that didn't even include like a bunch of other like side projects. It was just like the main part of our business without extra projects. Yeah. And it, it's like startling. And then I'm like, every time we create a new project, there's a list of tasks that we can't see, but we voluntarily take on. And unless we are creating training and delegating those tasks out to our team, we're stuck with that work. And actually, the thing that I think is the the most effective part of the whiteboard and the, that list you made was you you took and picked apart every part of our business that really does require attention. And, you know, you checkmarked the things that our, our team does, but actually... There were a lot of things on that list that you and I aren't even doing that we should be doing. Yeah. You know, we just don't have time for it so it doesn't get prioritized. Yeah. You know, it's easy to... So certain things that you can do in a business like this is... you. So let's say uh, for a website, for example, right? When you are building a website, you come up with like the concept for the website. You find the keywords that you want for it and then you get your writers writing the content. Yeah. Like that's the kind of like the high level, but really what you should be doing is called like content planning or strategizing and, you know, planning like content clusters and things like that. You and know, what's a content cluster? So a content, so an example could be like, let's say you're creating a, a website about lawn care, right? Okay. You could create a whole content cluster around like cutting grass. 
And it could be all of the different things, like the different types of grass. Yeah, type. types of grass. Um, best time of day to cut grass. Best lawn mower. Best lawn mower. Yeah, you can like create, you know, and, and content clusters, they can be broad like that, or they can be really, really specific, right? So you could have um, lawn mowers as a subsection uh, of your site. And then, like, all of your lawnmower content. The most expensive lawnmowers, the best, the cheapest, the whatever. Yeah, and the individual okay. reviews. And the idea behind the content cluster is all of your content interlinks really closely together. I'm trying not to get too deep into SEO here, but basically it's it creates a very interconnected cluster of content. And that's what content clustering is. And that's a, that's one strategy that you can use when you're building out a website. Um, and that's something that we could do better or else you run into that situation where maybe you decide I'm going to start a landscaping website and then you write um, one article about lawnmowers and one article about gardening and you, know, you, you end up all over the place. Just Yeah, it sounds a lot more organized. <laughs> the clustering. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've tried a lot of different tactics in the past, but like that, that I wish we had done to some of our sites. Yeah, exactly. And um, and so those are certain things that, you know, when you break down the tasks in your business, you do find a lot of the things that you're like, wow, someone should be doing that and it's not being done as much. Or there's things that I saw where I'm like, that should be done on a consistent basis. And I basically only do it anytime I happen to think about it. And that's a really sloppy way to run a business. And you can't scale a business that way. No. You know, so you need to kind of come up with. Um, a task list. And this is where things like, you know, spreadsheets, you know, project planning task, um, like Asana, that project management tool, yeah. that's where those things can kind of come in where you can kind of have like a calendar and recurring tasks and things that you have to do. You know, another thing that a lot of businesses, especially online businesses forget, and especially like these small one person shows or, you know, where it's one person and maybe a small team of virtual assistants um, is that they don't have, they're called KPIs. This is coming from big bank world, you know, key performance indicators. Yeah. You know? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> and those are things that let you know, they're like benchmarks that you can check and go, are we doing a good job or not? Right. Okay. And so they're the things in your business, basically like checking your pulse, right? Humans, the KPIs for a human are like pulse, breathing, blood, blood pressure, you know, maybe. like, you know, you, you have certain things, you know, if, if you're, if your goal is to lose weight, then your KPI might be your uh, body fat percentage or your weight or something like that. Okay. You so know? something measurable. Exactly. Right. And so KPIs in business and it's all, it's all business, all business has in, have indicators, but, um, for online business, it could be like, is my traffic growing or declining? You know, a common KPI that all businesses have is, is my profit growing or right, <laughs> decreasing, yeah. you know? And so, um, I know with, uh, a lot of one of the big KPIs that a lot of businesses have right now is it's called like net promoter score. And that is if you've ever been asked, would you recommend us to family and friends? Have you ever been asked that question? Oh, like a bunch. Yeah, yeah. It's a very common corporate KPI. They measure that they want to know, are more people likely to recommend us to friends and family or is that number going down? Hmm. And that's a KPI. Would you for, recommend our podcast to friends and family? I not only would recommend <laughs> it, I would warn people that they should. It's kind of necessary to listen to. I, I agree. It's, uh, I, I would also recommend it. <laughs> I, if I made a list, I would be, I would tell my family, guys, you need food, water, shelter, cooking source, and fearless together podcast. And, 
And clearly a, a device to listen to it on. Yes, absolutely. But <laughs> so, yeah, you, you need to figure out what are your KPIs for your business? What are the things that matter to you as the business owner? And how can you measure those things? Can you have one of your employees or team members give you a report monthly reliably um, showing all of the numbers that matter to you so you know what's happening in your business? Yeah. Um, and you have to make sure that they're not, you know, they're not like worthless KPIs or things that make you feel good, but don't really matter. Like growing your Twitter account, like your follower account might feel good, but is that really helping your business or not? Probably, probably not the most useful. I don't know. I mean, some people have their entire business built off of Twitter. Only the business owner will know um, if, that matters. if that, if that truly matters to your business's success and survival, right? If, yeah, that Pinterest traffic. Yeah, that Pinterest traffic, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, those are just, that was, that's some of the stuff that I've been working on today is just kind of identifying all of the tasks. I will eventually, I, we obviously have KPIs, but we don't measure them as frequently as we should. And I need to get with someone on our team to uh, come up with, uh, I'm going to have them draft up a report. a report and I want that report monthly. And that way we can always have this easy to look at report that tells us, you know, all of the numbers that matter to us so that we know which direction our business is going. Because right now we basically just do it on based off of income statements from, you know, our, our accounting yeah. software. And, uh, and I want a better insight into it, right? I go into analytics all the time. I can see if the traffic's going up, going down and all that stuff, but it's, that's too anecdotal for me. I want something that's more consistent and, um, it goes across all of our web properties and all that good stuff. So that's something that we'll have to work on and hopefully, we'll uh, have to make a training video for, yeah, maybe Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I hope you found this interesting. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.